0: listening to not another origin story the comic book movie podcast i'm your host pogues and as always i'm joined by my co-host ben chapman
1: oh pogues pogues we're at it again i'm so excited to be back for another mini so i'm kind of amped Ooh. why am i amped what's that about
0: i don't cool. know did you start did you doing it? coke
1: yeah a little bit did you that's related
0: i mean it couldn't hurt
1: i mean i'm just like hard a math right now but i'm also excited about
0: our podcast awesome my this sniffing has nothing to do with anything uh, that just reminded me of, did you ever watch brooklyn 99
1: of course i am a human with with appreciation for comedy I uh, am i not
0: manzoukas's character when he's like i'll show you how to pretend to do coke and he just keeps doing the coke he's like oh man i got a big nose full that time
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's a lot of how i feel right before every episode you, you hear that like breath of air i take before we start that's also oh, an inhale yeah oh it's just yeah. one
0: big line that explains a lot let's go Oh, God. All right. I'm ready to go. Does anybody, anybody else's gums feeling them? Um, <laughs> well, now you're welcome back to us just having a regular conversation. So you know that means it's a mini-episode <laughs> where we sometimes yeah, forget we pushed record. Welcome to Drug Another Origin Story. We're doing Nick Fury right now! Oh, no. <laughs> Guys, he's, he just snorted himself dumb. Hopefully you listened to our Nick Fury episode. It was a good episode. Me and Ben really took one for the team going back to 1998 which still seems so late for that to have come out uh but we oh sat God, through yeah. an extremely misogynistic and overacted Nick Fury movie which is available on YouTube so yeah, I highly I, recommend checking it out
1: I need you guys to all listen to this just because I I, I need you guys to, to, to help me understand why a man born in New Jersey sounds like he doesn't speak English
0: <laughs> oh yeah he sounds like he's not speaking any language and then the woman who is supposed to be German. Is overacting to a level that is like Nick, like even Nick Cage was like, Tone it down. Once again, it's not just some woman, it's
1: it's Sonya fucking Blade from a second one. Yes, they couldn't even get the they couldn't even
0: get the first Sonya Blade. They you can't get even get one.
1: OG Sonya in her
0: movie. You've really gotta go back to the drawing board. Because I remember when you said it in the, the mini episode, you're like, that's Sonya Blade, and we quit recording and I went and looked it up, I was like, that's not the girl who played Sonya Blade. I forget her name, but that's not her, and I looked up and I was like, Oh, he meant the second movie. <laughs> Which is so- an embarrassing revelation for everyone. I, I honestly promise I'm not doing this just a bit, but I wanted
1: to bring it up because it's kind of interesting on a small tangent here is that the, um, the original Mortal Kombat was uh, developed uh, here in Chicago by a studio, Nether realms. It's still around. <sighs> and, and when they developed it the first time, they got lots of local actors to do the various like mocap for the original Mortal Kombat. And they're all mostly still locals and so there's this arcade not nearby that has them like all of the original Mortal Kombat mocap actors come out <laughs> and oh, like hang out. If, <laughs> it's weird.
0: I'm gonna say this: if anybody is near Dayton, Ohio, in July, I forget the exact day. I think like the 21st. The guy who was uh, who did Scorpion, Sub Zero, I think Raiden too. Uh, he is going to be at the Ohio Toy and Comic Show. He's going to be there signing autographs. So if you want to come meet him that was my my friend was like we got a big guess and he told me i was like i don't know who that is and he was like he's the guy who did the mocap for mortal Kombat and i was like all right cool why the fuck is he in ohio like i hope you're flying him out because this seems like a weird thing for him but now if i know that he's from chicago that that does explain it that's a little easier of a ride so
1: yeah i don't know if they're all still local but like he's got like the original mortal Kombat machine out there that's like signed by like every person who was a character in the game it's pretty neat a lot of them it's just the same guy with different fucking costumes on. But we all know that. Hey, uh, man, anyway, you do what you got to do. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mortal Podcast. Oh,
0: it's July twenty second. I should actually plug it. I'll be there too if you if you come by and tell me you listen to the podcast. I'll give you cheap art. Uh, that's a that's a that's a, that's a for real plug, my man. Oh yeah, and I will do it because all <laughs> the times I've said that, no one's ever showed up. So now so, I'm I'm talking cheap ass art. Supposedly, so, I wanted to point something out to you
1: on air. Oh, um, no, this can never re- be good. I'm about to be broadsided. It's, it, 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 it's, more, it's more of a heads up. Uh, in one month and 16 days, we'll be hitting our three-year anniversary of our first episode.
0: Holy smokes. Three years. I will say one thing. It does not seem that long. No, it does not. Yeah, our first episode was the,
1: the mini-episode preceding our Batman episode, published on July 30th,
0: 2015. Holy 2015. smokes. Hard to believe time, that much time has gone by yeah and so many bad movies under our belt this will be 65 64 i think
1: 60 well this episode is a mini episode but yeah our our episode that we are just about to tell you about will be our 65th episode so that's
0: 65 comic book movies what do you think percentage wise of those was actually good (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, how many of the 65 movies are you okay with having watched well, don't get don't make me get my data sheet
1: up yeah i mean because
0: yeah. i feel like it's maybe 20 <laughs> 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 we've watched a lot of stinkers yeah you're not
1: wrong you're not wrong mm-hmm. my friend
0: they are. We should really try to come up with something for our anniversaries that we always forget about until it's too late. Just like we were going to do something special for our fiftieth episode or 52nd episode, which came Don't and went. Don't remind the <laughs> listeners that we're irresponsible. <laughs> hey, we're, we're still doing better than a lot of these movie podcasts that are like, we'll see you in eight months. That's true. That's true. You got me, got me there. Um,
1: uh, here's an interesting fact. Let me just punch this calculation in real quick. Oh, no. Uh, Van for me. Van for me, Pokes. A vamp
0: um i mean let's see you got dracula you got vampirella you've got alcar you've am i i'm supposed to just be naming famous vampires right yes okay cool uh i think i'm out of vampires <laughs> i should have read more vampire books um what's his name that actor who was like a heartthrob and was in 20 days of night josh hartnett boom that's another one
1: Boom, nailed it. Um, so what I was having you was having you vamp for is that we have done uh well okay, this isn't a full list, but uh of our fifties fifty episodes of movie, they have an average rotten tomato score of fifty four percent.
0: Wow, so what you're saying is we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I think I've asked you this question before, but real quick for the for the fun of the listener, what do you think
1: of the bottom three? There are three movies that have a, that have an equal nine percent on Rotten
0: Tomatoes. Okay, that we did. One has got to be Catwoman. You're good. You are correct. I feel like one may be that new Fantastic Four. Oh my God, you're very good. That's two of them. All right, so three.
1: Hmm, I fucking believe in you, my man.
0: Barbed wire.
1: No, very good. Barbed wire is low, but uh, virus is
0: actually Ah, uh, see, I for some reason would have thought that was higher. And shockingly... Just, just, just because nobody saw it, maybe? Just because, like, I'm like, seven reviews, three of them had to be positive. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this tells you how much I work hard at my job. Uh, me and the guy I work with both love movies, so we constantly play movie trivia games and uh we've been super slow at work so we created a new game which is we go for a year and then go month by month and you have to guess what we read the top five movies and you have to put them in order for how much was made and virus made like was like sixth for the month it came out and i was like it beat like 12 other movies i was like you gotta be kidding me this thing was a shit sandwich how like what were these other movies And one of the other movies made $7,000, so I feel like they were mostly, uh, like, limited release movies just so they could say they were released in a theater. But it was very, I was like, oh, because I saw it was like, Virus, I'm like, that can't be the same movie. And sadly, it was. It came out way later than I thought it did, too. That's another movie that I just assume. I assume the years these films come out, and I'm always disappointed.
1: Uh, The average score out of 10 on IMDb across these 50 movies is uh, 6.3. So we're putting ourselves through some mediocre shit for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I feel
0: like some of these movies are really bringing down the average, too. For, like, every Dark Knight, uh, there's a a virus or a Catwoman or, you know, for every Spider-Man or Avengers movie, we're suffering through Spider-Man 3.
1: I gotta say, our friend of the podcast, Christopher Arneson, has got to thank us, because uh, that boy is in some of our best stuff. Uh, I'm just looking at our my data data sheet here, and my poor poor friend Mike (laughs) has been put through the fucking ringer. I feel like, yeah,
0: like, Chris has been on probably, he's been on the most shows, right? (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like he doesn't, it's only been like half really bad movies. Like, the Jonah Hex one was a rough go for him. Sure, sure, sure. But I feel like Mike... Who we both really like, and you're—I I mean, I obviously don't see him because I don't live in Chicago. But like, I—I I would totally, if I lived in Chicago, I'd hang out with you and Mike constantly. Of
1: course, I feel
0: terrible because I, when, <laughs> when I saw him at Eric's wedding, I was like, "There's a fifty percent chance he's gonna punch me in the face," <laughs> like because I'm like, and I would deserve it. We've made him like. Under the guise of friendship, we've made him watch some of the worst fucking movies we've suffered through, and I feel bad. Even though he purposely watches bad movies himself, I feel like we've just given him joyless films that are just really terrible to watch. Well, at, uh...
1: at ten minutes in, I think it's perhaps time to announce what our next movie might be. Oh, right.
0: Be. We're doing a podcast instead of having the twenty minute conversation we have before we record the mini episodes.
1: But that's why people tune in, man. It's just sort of like hanging out with the two of us. Yeah, it's two like two you... people that everybody wants to hang out with all of the time.
0: It's like you're finally friends with celebrities. This is where it mean, would be where like where
1: are you gonna find two white guys who are approaching the middle age
0: <laughs> who
1: who, who have opinions on films that we all can see. Like, where, where will you where find could you? that?
0: But I think what makes us interesting is we're <laughs> nerds, and there's not a lot of nerds who like movies. Oh, yeah.
1: We have, like, a nerd perspective, and sometimes we're sort of snarky about that nerddom. Oh, and know? what's
0: best is we do something that no other nerds do, which is nitpick. That's something you can't just find at any comic book shop in the universe.
1: And more importantly, we realize that we nitpick at such an exceptional level that it should be recorded and distributed.
0: (laughs) For public consumption. Because we don't have egos. We're doing this for the people. Anyway, I'm Kevin Smith, and (laughs) we wanted to tell you today... Uh, i don't know if the hubris we want to call down there
1: oh well, yeah i'm gonna i to back off that that uh, we are we, our, our, we, i don't want to reignite our kevin smith rivalry yeah i'm still trying on. to
0: get him to appear on the show for an <laughs> apology but he will not return my calls or the gift baskets i keep mailing. Look, to the tmz
1: be, the tmz people have just now stopped showing up when i go to work so i really want to make sure that, that 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 maintains because it was quite a small victory people. small victory yeah so Uh, it's that time to announce it and i'm pretty excited about it because we are actually stepping a little outside our boundaries i think for a pilot project we did a japanese adaptation of an american comic uh, that's right we did the gorgeous
0: uh, japanese spider-man which is not only a great episode but if you can find the show i cannot recommend watching at least the first episode
1: find the show and if that is too much effort for you uh, just go find the montage of him transforming into Spider-Man. It's all you need.
0: It is true, and it's really easy to find. Just type in Japanese Spider-Man it's all costume, and there'll be about 8,000 videos of him putting it on, the visible zipper, uh, shots of him climbing on things that are <laughs> like two and a half feet off the ground.
1: <laughs> but we have not done an actual foreign film, because, well, I mean, we're American, and we're English speakers, so it's much, much easier for us to just, you know throw on an avengers and complain about spider-man um
0: uh, exactly uh, and, and let's face it outside of the united states there's not a whole there's not as big a market for comic book films so there's a few like true. you know british or german film whatever that have had superheroes but an untapped market was brought up to me when i was having uh, breakfast with my friend jack wallace who's a huge fan of our show and one day i'm gonna i'm gonna get him to appear as a guest shout um, out he mentioned that he wanted us to watch this terrible Japanese horror film, which I said no, because no. But it made me realize that we have an untapped market, which is comic books, manga, turned into films in Japan, including one of my all-time favorite comic series, which was turned into one of, probably one of the most famous samurai films for the United States, probably not for Japan. But it's it's pretty well known. It was featured for a little bit in Kill Bill, so a lot of people know it from that. But we will be doing the film adaption of the comic series lone wolf and cub which was called i already forget what the exact name of it was oh lone Lone wolf and cub sword of vengeance sword of vengeance sorry i was confused because we were originally going to do samurai or shogun's assassin which is the american release they did where they took two of the movies and smushed them together
1: yeah shogun assassin is a recut of of both uh, yeah uh, of lone wolf and cub one and two um which by the way two has the dopest fucking name and i'm gonna take it up right now um, um, I think it's like Cradle on the Edge of the River Styx which It's is Baby like,
0: Cart at the oh, River Styx God
1: damn that's good There was baby also cart. Baby Cart to Hades <laughs> Oh my god I love it like' Heaven s- in Hell Yeah there are 70s and the director of this one worked on all of them uh which is imp- which is just fucking incredible um but yeah this is an adaptation of the uh, uh, mega famous lone wolf and cub manga which is i mean as put p- pointed out before we recorded fucking massive it is it is a huge anthology of books yeah 28 um,
0: volumes worth of oof, stories but led to seven movies i i will say this uh this is in my top five favorite comics of all time it's the it's big- art is gorgeous it has like i don't know it's such a window into like sort of japanese culture i mean it's obviously like in the period of samurai but like the sort of idea of what they they're into and like the kind of story that's like it's just so culturally different than an american comic and it builds and it has such a like kind of depressing ending and it's just i can't recommend it enough if you want to read 28 volumes of a manga about a samurai carrying his son around while he seeks vengeance which, I mean, when I put it like that, why not? Also, his baby card is made primarily of weapons.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, it, it's I'm. At, it's pointless for me to try and, like, sum it up for you. Because if you're even remotely a fan of comics, even if it's just American comics, you've probably at least seen this on shelves. So I can think of most comic book shops I've been into have the tiniest manga section, and it's got this in it. Like, Oh, it's yeah. Just, like, and,
0: and it's one of those things that's been parodied for like a lot of different things like um yojimbo there's a character in it that's called a mm-hmm. uh, lone gut Go- lone goat and kid and it's just straight up lone wolf and cub uh there was a futuristic comic that was called lone wolf like 2040 which is about just the kid uh grown up in like this weird future world it's like really bizarre but it's something that you see a lot of like the idea of like a, a man with a baby like as a like a, I don't know, I won't say a villain, but like somebody who's like a killer or whatever. And it appears in a lot of different things, but it's all from this series, which is...
1: Yeah, and and more importantly, I was just looking this up before when we were talking about it. It came out, the first one, the first manga came out in 1970 and sold 8 million copies in Japan,
0: which is insane. Like
1: that year, yeah. it sold 8 Especially
0: million. for that time period and, I mean, like... Obviously, comics are a little more accepted in Japan, Japanese culture, than they are in American culture. But, like, for something to be that big of a a success, and I mean, this is, like, I would say Lone Wolf and Cub is, if you're a fan of manga, I think is on the level of, like, Akira. Like, it's a comic that you just know about, and people are like, yeah, it's amazing, you have to read it. You know, it's just like, that's like, everybody knows what Akira is. Even if you've never read it, you know what it is
1: and even in america the lone wolf and cup meg has been around I, I was looking it up again it was it was it was moved over to the united states and translated in 87 which i think pos you mentioned that it was actually won awards for its translation
0: uh the most recent one that dark horse did they actually oh, got oh, the yeah. an award because they said it was like so acu- like it's such a good translation and they put a lot of time into the translation as well as like trying to explain things that like people say that you're they're like there's not really an english equivalent for this so we have to explain, like, a cultural thing for, like, what this means. Because, you know, it's like Japanese idioms don't make sense if you're not from Japan. just like English idioms don't make sense. You know, if you tell somebody from another country, like, get back on the horse, they're probably going to be like, I don't know what the fuck that means. You know, it's just something that you're like, oh, I guess I just assumed everyone used American idioms, but I guess not. So there's, it's it's a really good translation. They were presented in sort of the small manga format that they were when they were originally released.
1: Yeah, it's, um... I, I there's there's yeah I, I like that thought that there's it's hard to translate like literally i mean i, I think baby cart
0: to hades is probably a weird little translation of something that probably sounds cooler in its original I, yeah i believe like baby cart at the on the river sticks i think they actually it's at the river something else because there's like right. a thing in buddhism like this river that people go to that's similar to the river river sticks but they were like nobody's gonna know what the fuck that is because nobody in america knows like buddhist tradition so they had to change it to sticks so people would know
1: but when they moved it over to the States, it came out in eighty seven and probably caught attention because Frank Miller actually did some covers for it. Well, yeah, actually. he
0: did a, a ton of he's he was like a huge proponent. He loved the series. And I mean uh, that
1: that that's that's pretty helpful to fuel it to, you know, American audiences. Yeah, and then
0: when they when Dark Horse did its re release, mm-hmm. the first like I wanna say twenty no, not that many. Probably like the first ten or fifteen have the Frank Miller covers on the books and then they started using like some of the old japanese and they had other artists nice. do some like uh, i want to say like phil hester did one maybe but i could be wrong there but uh, they had other artists kind of do them and uh like i said it's a great series i've read it it's it's one of the few comic series that i've reread from start to finish like multiple times especially i mean like it's also should tell you something because it is a lot of reading like to read 28 volumes is a lot of work but it's worth it every time i read it so i'm psyched to see i've seen this movie i love
1: it uh i have not seen it um myself although i am a huge fan of uh of 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 japanese films and um so i'm excited i'm excited to check this one out because i've not seen it um it is also from the uh creator and director not sorry not, not creator but the director of multiple uh zatoichi films which is another famous franchise yes Japan, the blind
0: sir who uh carry whose cane is actually a sword and he's like the best swordsman
1: yeah and so I have a friend that's a big fan of those so I may I may have a guest lined up but we'll see how it goes um we can only we
0: can only hope we can this, only hope. this could maybe be a redemption situation
1: <laughs> an apology in a way um but yeah we're hoping to do that we'll hope we'll be covering that one for our next movie uh it is actually we picked this one instead of uh shogun for one particular reason is that it's actually possible to watch it relatively cheaply on amazon yes uh, you can uh,
0: just rent it versus not being able to find a version of Shogun's shogun Assassin.
1: is nowhere the best we saw was that you either watch it on one of those risky risky click like fucking uh, uh yeah uh, pirate cookie site yeah, or like, like
0: russia.movie.com <laughs> or
1: for Shogun Assassin, but, uh, but for Lone Wolf and Cope, sort of, events, it is easily available on uh, Netflix, so I, or, or on, um, um, on Amazon Prime, so I highly encourage that you, uh, that you check it out.
0: Yes, I believe you'll, if you love, I mean, this is, like, the pinnacle of, sort of, the, the 70s samurai films, so it's got, like, the over-the-top, like, when people are cut, it's as if their bodies have, <laughs> so, like, their blood is so pressurized that when they get cut, it's, just being shot out at three feet in the air, and it's it's an absurdly gorgeous. I mean, I, I, I love that stuff.
1: Now, I think yes, it is
0: subtitled, so be ready for that. But no, uh, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm I prefer that. Um, not not to start a conversation about
0: sub, subs over dubs, but uh, I'm a subtitle guy. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, I I would always prefer uh, subtitles unless I'm trying to draw on watching something. <laughs> then they're a that little they're a little things. stickier. Then, but. Um yeah well, like, i think cool. i think that pretty much wraps up this episode
1: yeah we really front-loaded this one so yeah we really did awesome. just the last like, I five it. minutes
0: <laughs> oh by the way we're doing a film Well, see you
1: later by the way if you listen this long i've got a secret code for the witcher 3 uh no that's not that's not
0: true ah uh, if only i'm sure everybody's why? why do, we should just start giving away codes to things that aren't real and just see if anybody. Or, like, just buy a game and, and give the code out every episode and see if yeah. anyone claims it. Just put the code at the end of
1: a mini-sode. And just you know what? I've got
0: a free code out. for Fortnite. You go, it's, it's <laughs> epics.com, make account. Oh,
1: pokes, pokes. You, did, you don't know anything. Oh, you're so you're, you're so uh, just out of it when it comes to the kids and, and their yeah. Fortnites. Look, and their dad man,
0: and... it's lit, fam. Oh, God. <laughs> did I say oh it light enough?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I could tell that, even though you you said it out loud, that I can tell you spelled it L I G H T. Oh, of course. <laughs> I can tell the way you said it. Well, um, with that uh, uh, remarkably uh, 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 th- th- that a phrase that remarkably dated us more than anything possibly. Fire emoji. Uh, of oh, course. Oh God, I have an ulcer now.
0: Oh God. He, I, he just can't take the hippiness. Oh.
1: Fuck no, I'm calling it here. (laughs)